Hello everyone and welcome back guys to a brand new podcast where today we're back once more with Jamie183 for hopefully one that isn't going to take an hour and a half. Yes, if you missed out on last week's video, we would definitely, definitely recommend going back and checking out. We went through every single F1 driver that's raced in Formula 1 between 2010 and the end of last season and we ranked them. Jamie, would you agree it was very, very good fun and an absolute nostalgia yeah. tour? It was it was incredibly good. It was incredibly long, um, but it was enjoyable to do, and I hope you enjoyed it as well. Yes, yeah, we really do. Of course, before we get into it, though, obviously, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, we are now available on Spotify. There will be links down in the description below. Uh, so yeah, if you know if you want to follow us over there, you know, then you can listen to your podcast whilst you're out and about, everything like that. Like we said last time, if you want to listen, if you want to hear our sweet voices in the shower for whatever reason, uh, then that's now possible as well. Um, but as well, of course, if you're after Formula 1 merch, there will be links down in the description below. Uh, currently still, the F1 site has got still the ongoing sale, you know, up to 40% off selected lines. So, you know, if you're interested in that and you do go through the link below, it really does help us out as well there. But this week then, Jamie, F1 definitely now has hit its dead point. You know, as someone like myself that spends a lot of time having to look through YouTube analytics, yeah, Formula 1 is at its quietest time of the year now. Yeah like mid-January, not really much going on. Teams have started to announce dates for car reveals, which is about as exciting as it gets at the minute. Um, yes, yeah. So yeah, not a lot to talk about, but we're going to find some stuff uh, Yeah, we have a little have a chat. We've, we've got a few things we can get through today. Most of it, we'll be honest, is Formula 2 news, but we have still got a few Formula 1 stories as well to go through. You know, this is, I think we're going to dub this the winter rundown, aren't we, Jamie? Uh, this like week <laughs> something something along those lines but yeah you you touched upon it then we've had i think three well two and a half technically teams confirmed haven't we uh when their car reveals are going to be of course we're going to be back uh, reacting to those as they happen um yeah aston martin first up then the 17th of february i don't know i just saw they got announced i can't remember the dates but yeah it's about a month away which it's already quite soon because as soon as you get car reveals you start getting testing and then it's basically the season which is yes yeah testing's at the but, end of yeah. feb isn't it yeah so is, we're almost there or maybe not <laughs> i suppose it's only we're been a month there. since the last race really hasn't it? i was gonna say we're halfway through <laughs> the winter yeah. break so we are slowly but surely getting there but yeah aston martin i'm pretty certain i have confirmed that their car reveal is going to be on the confirmed. 17th ferrari is confirmed to be the 18th and then the kind of half one is Alpine, if I remember correctly. But they're only revealing their livery, which, to oh, be honest... Yeah, I'm kind of hoping it's exactly the same thing as it already was. Um, and they're running yeah. sort of like a mule car, aren't they? Uh, and everything yeah. like this. Uh, so, yeah, they apparently they're going to be running... They're going to be running a mule car for the winter testing, apparently, or summer winter testing. And then the real car is going to get properly unveiled in Bahrain. So, El Plan, Jamie, is... That's strange, actually. Either you... completely screwed, or they've yeah. managed to develop a car with machine guns on it that They're they don't want do anyone to see. They're going to do a Braun GP and rock up to the first race with the quickest car, having done no testing. But I don't know, that's strange. No, Braun did usually... testing. Uh, Braun did, Braun like, did testing. Yeah, the second test, didn't they? Not the first one. Yeah, because they went out for the first lap and went yeah. like a second quicker than <laughs> anyone else. And suddenly fueled their car massively. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. It's strange that they run a mule car because that sort of indicates that you don't have your car ready because there's no reason not to test it. So yes, yeah. maybe the plan is not going to be too good, but we'll find out. 
Yeah, and I think sort of the other big Formula One news. Right, let's let's get one question knocked off the bat first of all. All these talks about will Hamilton stay in Formula One this year? Is there's there's no real debate, is there, Jamie? Of course he's coming back, surely. Yeah. But we're going to completely yeah. play down the hype here. <laughs> like it's completely just headline writing, isn't it? By knockoff journalists. So <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely going to stay. I think Martin Brundle said on Sky like. He doesn't buy it at all, and I don't buy it at all no. either. Like, no, and when Sky are absolutely... the ones that seem to be fueling the fire a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to happen. He'll come back, because the FIA will do their investigation stuff that's happening as we speak, actually, that's going to be finished in, like, three weeks. Yeah, no, it's not going to be job. finished in three weeks. It's it going to be conf- it? It's going to be confirmed on the Thursday before Bahrain. Oh, that was a lot longer it's... than I thought. Yeah, it's but basically yeah. what they're trying to do is there's this whole thing, isn't there now, between Mercedes and Hamilton versus the FIA over this. Hamilton said he might have a sabbatical, depending on what the decision is. So the FIA have turned around and gone, well, you can't really take a sabbatical unless you're already in Bahrain, because that's yeah. when we're announcing it. <laughs> yeah, Which, and he's got to do a if... full winter of training at that point. There's no point backing out. <laughs> exactly. On the one hand, fair play to it's quite smart the FIA. The FIA. <laughs> they, they've done everything they need to. On the other hand... Goes to show just how big Hamilton is in Formula One that they're that they're, they're having to get to those sorts of levels because let's be yeah. fair, Hamilton is by far and away the only driver you could argue is bigger than the sport. Yeah, for sure. Like Richard, yeah, for sure. He, he, yeah, no, you make the joke every <laughs> single week, and it's still never been funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's got such a reach, like so far beyond F1 fans. So. If if he was to take a sabbatical or quit altogether, it would look horrendous on F1. But I don't see it happening at all. I think he'll be no. back on the grid. No. Maybe we'll see Hamilton take world title number eight this year and then call it quits. Go out on top. That remains He's to be decided. He's still got a contract decided. for 2023, though, doesn't he? Uh, just 2022. No, it's moment, three. he signed I a two-year one. He signed a two-year one at the start of last year. Nah, it was 2023, for sure. I remember. I'm do, not do 100% research. sure on that one, but uh, I'm going to allow you to believe you're right for now. Um, I, I thought he'd just signed for yeah, 2021 and 2022. Okay, fair enough. I, I was wrong then. So, other bits of Formula One news. It's been a weird couple of weeks, hasn't it, Jamie, for the most yeah. part? Um, first of all, we got the confirmation. Was it? I can't remember if it was out of the blue or not. Obviously, of Otmar Sapnauer announced he was leaving Aston Martin. The weird thing was when I read that was I already thought I knew that, which I was very confused by. Whether it had just been rumoured or hinted at beforehand, I don't know. But for some I reason, I think that was I the s- case. Yeah, I felt like yeah. I already was expecting that news. There wasn't. It didn't feel like there was much of a shock. I think it was rumoured that he was going to Alpine already, which is what the rumours still are now. So everyone yes, was yeah. like, "This is sort of confirmation of what we already thought was happening." Um, it's a bit of a shame. I think he's been there. What? Right from when it's Force India, I think. Uh, Earlier days. I don't think it's yeah. quite that far back. You you talk more about him. Yeah, um, so he's done very well for that team. Obviously, they won a race, which they've never done before. Anyone else's leadership um, with Perez and Sakir that 2020. So yeah. he's done good. Um, he basically steered a very low-budget team to be very consistent and good in the midfield. So, I mean, Alpine isn't a low-budget team, but they are in the midfield, so maybe he'll do a good job there. We'll have to wait and see. But yes. Always, yeah. always, like, with managerial changes, 
in F1 especially, they take a while to kick in in terms of putting their stamp on things. So maybe it won't be instant. Yeah, we'll so see. he actually, yeah, he steered Force India to their first win, but joined after their first pole. Yeah, but their first pole was like super long ago. <laughs> it was their only pole, wasn't it? October 2009 yeah. he joined. Um, yep. He also, I've just learned, raced in the USF 2000 series in the US, which I think is quite cool. Um, wow. But yeah, like you said, though, links heavily uh, with Alpine. You know, L Plan is slowly coming into place. And that's when we sort of roll into our next piece of news. Then all of these kind of tie together uh, in a bit of a weird way. Uh, Budkowski confirmed to be leaving Alpine. And like we said, we're really not sure why, particularly. Yeah. Whether he's left or whether he's been dropped. I got the sense he'd been dropped. I get a sense of been dropped just because of the uh, the team photo from Abu Dhabi, yeah. which was taken the day of his dismissal, or when yeah. he was told he was getting dismissed. So if you look back at the team photo from Abu Dhabi for Alpine, he's there with his middle finger up at the camera very subtly. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, very, very well done to him. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone had noticed, had they? I don't think anyone noticed, no. And so, he's also yeah. sat right next to Danny Kvyat, which again, I don't think anyone noticed. Oh, really? I didn't notice that, actually, even now. But yeah, it's... I think it's a bit of a shame for him. Like they kept Cyril at their team when he was underperforming for years. Marcin Budkowski did did all right for a year. Kept it what fifth in the championship when they probably shouldn't have really been there with the car they had. Yeah, AlphaTauri definitely so, should have beaten him. Yeah, I guess like like um, Otmar is definitely a, a better team principal, so I guess they have upgraded. But it's, it feels harsh. Yeah, and, but uh, again, it depends how Otmar's going to settle in, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's always difficult changing team principles because where was it that Fred Vasseur went that didn't suit him at all uh he was at Renault he was at Renault yeah wasn't he and then it yeah. was like way too corporate for him because he's a bit of a laid-back team principal it just didn't work so he's basically a lad is Fred Vasseur yeah Fred Vasseur is probably my favorite team principal on the grid uh and not just because he quite new Joe drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know it'll be interesting to see how it works out but I think they're in safe hands with Otmar Safanauer he's a very good team principal been around the block so i'm sure he'll do a decent job yeah and i'm just sort of thinking about it this will be the first time of course otmar's been in charge of a team that also sorts out their own power which will be rather interesting mm. obviously i'm not 100 percent sure how much you'll the, have no, on that because they're in just they're in theory the, engines, it? And the actual team is in endstone so i imagine he's just in the endstone lot isn't he probably probably but i'm sure he'll sort of have to see some of it going on as well behind yeah. the scenes um we also then got confirmation this week and we're, we're not we're not going to make any jokes about this jamie we're going to keep it professional mike crack yeah. has been confirmed for aston martin yeah. straight faces people like straight you, faces. you'd go by michael wouldn't you why is he named you have mike? to go by michael <laughs> <What surely. a clown. laughs> i mean his childhood must have been awful yeah, yeah this it's they've completely lined it up <laughs> for him to be laughed at all year unfortunately um it's, I've never heard you, of him before. He's been pretty no. within, hasn't he? Yeah, and this is the thing, isn't it? You just know at some point this year, Croft is going to go, let's go speak to Mike Crack. Yeah, and it will be <laughs> just... memed into oblivion. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be a horrendous year yeah. for Formula One. But Yeah, let's it's have a, a look. A so he was originally at BMW yeah, for a it, long time. It's a strange appointment. I mean, it's probably, I guess at Aston now, you have to do a lot of like networking with the actual car company so if he knows them quite well it's probably quite a good appointment but like in terms of f1 i don't think he's got much history 
No, um, no. So he's um, he was in charge of German. Uh, so BMW's yeah, Formula E, GT, and IMSA programs. Which, to be fair, um, they've done pretty well. And he was also overseeing their expansion into the new LMDH category. Um, which again, I think we're going to see Robert Schwartzman there next year. Anytime I mention LMDH, I have to bring up Robert Schwartzman. <laughs> I just think it's going to be the way he goes. Yeah. But I mean, he led BMW to some pretty good success in Formula E. Um, their GT and IMSA programs, they've gone... Obviously, I'm saying all this because I know you'll have no idea. I don't know um, what you're talking about. You just said less. They've ran different cars in those in recent years, between like the M6, the M8, and GT3, GTE for years. Is that the big um, one? The M8 was the big meme car, yeah. But then since then, they've <laughs> yeah, actually gone... Uh, the M8's still in GTE, but they've now gone to the M4 from the M6 in GT3. And they've always been competitive cars as well, you know, helped by BOP. Uh, but BMW, yeah, certainly... Certainly done pretty well there. So I'm in. I feel like he will kind of be a bit like Otmar, where he goes in and he's still able to get a lot out of the team, and maybe yeah. BMW power back in Formula One. Oh, there's rumours, isn't there? So we'll see. 2025 or 2026, depending on when the rules come in. Could we see? Yeah, BMW Aston Martin closer and closer that ties. Are Aston Martin owned by them? I don't think they are. Who owns Aston Martin? Are they not owned by a bigger team, bigger Isn't company? Isn't it Jaguar, or is it... They're no. in the same umbrella group as Jag, I think. Possibly. Yeah, oh, they're actually their own, they're their own thing, Aston Martin, still. They are they? still their own thing, are they? They're hanging on by That's a thread surprising. at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because, obviously, um, Strudovic put all that money in, I would have thought, behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, to sort of round out this sort of weird little rumours and stories and team managers getting sacked then of course like we said Otmar is linked uh, to go into Alpine um, Prost Alain Prost four time champion has also left Alpine as well that's been confirmed just about an hour uh, before we're recording this so that's going to be rather interesting to see yeah. whether it'll make much difference you know I've always sort of thought it's nice to see a lot of the ex-Formula 1 drivers uh, at different teams but whether it's going to make that much difference performance wise is yeah. another question you doubt they're really doing much, maybe apart from the drivers enjoy being around them. Yeah, yeah. But they won't do much for the team, really. <laughs> no, no, we'll wait and see. I mean, Alan Prost led Prost GP to so much success anyway, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but still, yeah, so, yeah, a few weird and wonderful little news stories. Then, like we said, it's been where all the drivers got confirmed, like, with six weeks to go last year. It's kind of all been a bit odd, hasn't it? over the yeah. last few weeks there's just been no sort of speculation or rumors or things like that formula one is like the off season now it doesn't exist because there's not enough time it doesn't exist because there's nothing going on um and silly so, season happens in like april so the summer silly yeah. season doesn't exist either no no exactly it's it's kind of insane nowadays but that yeah. does mean we get to shine a bit of a light on formula two doesn't it jamie which if anything we're we're pretty happy to do as well yeah and they've actually got a good format this year, so it'll be a lot better to watch. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have to bang on every week about how woeful the F2 format is once yeah. again. So we've got quite... Basically every driver in Formula 2 has been announced in the last four days. Uh, so it's probably easiest then, Jamie, if we just run through all 11 teams. Uh, first of all, of course, uh, Van Am's, uh, Amers fault, VAR Racing, uh, have been yeah. confirmed to be racing in F2 this year. They have taken over from who is it they've taken i believe from? no high tech is still there campos is still there and who have they know. taken over from it is oh that's gonna really Are bug they me the team? yeah but there was 22 cars last year wasn't there yeah now there's 
22. 22. Oh, no. Yeah. Who have um, they taken over from again? <laughs> this is really bad podcasting for the pair of us. Yeah. 2021. Go. They've taken over from someone. I'm like, no, as soon as you tell me, I'm going to remember who it was. What HWA, Race Lab. Yes. That's yes, the one. Because that I was trying to remember who delayed a race for last year. You can tell I've been playing a lot of F2 on F1 wow. 2021. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Van Amersfoort, Amersfoort I'm not going to be able to get that name right um, the Dutch team. have their Dutch team yep, they've confirmed Jake Hughes to their car, 27 yeah. year old Jake Hughes <laughs> in the junior sport, yeah why still, bless him, I the thing no is idea. on the one hand you can't hate Jake Hughes, because unlike a lot of these other guys that have clearly got far more money than skill, he's not a like, weirdo or a bad person outside of the track, you know avoiding naming any names um, so I, I, I don't hate yeah. the decision to have him there. You know, he's going to guarantee that VAR are probably in the sport for at least one year. You're not going to have financial difficulties getting yeah. some. And he's weird... also he's slightly capable. Like he's not in a, he's not offensive like Raggers or Calderon no. back in the day. No. Like he will do a decent job. He got a few points here and there, but he's just 27. Oh, you'd certainly hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. But you you can't look he's not got, the fact he's older he's than half gonna... the F1 grid. He's never going to get into F1, so what's the point of being F2? Yeah. No, I mean, yes. I guess not many of them actually do, but, like, he's never going to... Like, he's not got potential. He's basically... That is his career, just racing in F2, which is not the point of F2. Yeah, keeping keeping junior seats funded. Get him in an LMDH, I reckon, is the way is to go. That's a solution to any driver who can't get into F1. Pretty much any okay <laughs> driver, LMDH or LMP2, is, is the key nowadays. Uh, let's go through then all of the teams, Jamie. Of course, we've already confirmed VAR's single driver so far. Let's go hype time. All aboard, Prima Racing. <laughs> it's time for the Hauga hype train, Jamie. Finally, yeah. we're going to see him in an F2 car after his dominant and he's F3 obliterate campaign. Obliterate everyone. It's weird That's that cool. we both like a driver, isn't it? It doesn't <laughs> happen often. Yeah, Alpha Tauri, twenty twenty three. He's coming for you. He's going to win the title already. Oh, he's guaranteed. In the best team. Guaranteed. He's got a pretty average teammate. It's all sorted. I was going to say, are we going to see Oscar Piastri 2.0? He's better than It Piastri. is a real question, isn't it? He's not better than Piastri. <laughs> he's very good, but yeah, I think it'll certainly be interesting to see how he gets on this year. Like you said, he's got a pretty mediocre teammate with him. Jay Andaruvula are confirmed alongside him at Prima. Andaruvula? Third season in F2, yeah. yes. I think he's won a um, few races, maybe sprint races, but never really yeah, shone. Like he's always sort of there or thereabouts, isn't yeah. he? But you never really get the sense he's going to be able to put up a title threat. Then again, we've always thought that about... Well, Guan Yu still didn't put up a title threat last year. Well, he did. <laughs> he did up until about it round four. Attempt. And then Oscar Piastri <laughs> learned how to just win all the time. Just has to get pole. That was the important thing. He won like five feature races. Yeah, because he started on pole level. If he didn't do as well in quality, he wouldn't have done as well in the race. But fair play to Right, him, okay. So being rapid in an F2 car would lead you to titles. Who would have thought yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be fair, Oscar Piastri, I think, got more points on Fridays than people like Roy Nassani got all year. Uh, which yeah, is Piastri kind must have incredible. got what, five or six poles. 20 points from pole positions, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about Oscar Piastri then. More talk about Jay Andaruvla. Could this be the year he puts up a bit of a title challenge? Do we want to think, think so. or are we going to see how good just wipe the floor with him? I think is he going to be, be one a of those drivers like Schwartzman? Who... He'll be one of those drivers who like wins an early feature race, and everyone's claiming as a championship threat. Like Guan Yu did last away. year. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what Guan Yu did last exactly year. It's exactly what he did. 
But he's not going to get an F1 seat because he's mid. So. Yeah, yeah, unless we see some weird new team come in. Um, yeah. You and I virtuosi then up next. This is a lineup that, again, a bit like Prema, really hyped for one of them, could not care less for the other. Why is Sato there? I don't know. He's been in F2. This is his third full season. Third or fourth, fourth year, isn't it? And he's never he been in. He came anywhere. in halfway through 2019. And he's barely scored points. Yes, he's been in yeah. quite bad teams. But how has he landed a, a seat in probably the second best team on the grid? Yeah, it certainly no idea. certainly begs the question. Far more importantly, though, up the boys, Jack Doohan. Explosive oh, yeah. towards the end of last year. What was it? P2 on the grid in just second his second in weekend. In, uh... in oh, yeah. Gabby. I was thinking second at F3 as well. And then competed F2 yep. at the end of the season, didn't he? Yep. Did really well in F3. Finished second there as well, like we said, behind the Hauger hype train. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be one that could rustle some feathers this year. Yeah. He could be like the T.O. Porcher of this year. Yes, yeah. Like, and of course, I don't think he'll put up a title fight, but he could have some flashes of brilliance here and there. Yeah, I think you look at someone like Hauger and you think this is going to be like maybe the one year he needs. You look at Jack yeah. Doohan and think he'll do quite well this year, sort of pick up his footing, and then next year will be where he goes for a championship challenge. I think yeah. he's probably the way Doohan's looking at it. I mean, so was Oscar Piastri was meant to be. Prima confirmed yeah, didn't they, a few Piastri weeks ago that he had a two-year yeah. deal with him that obviously he just can't use. Um, yeah. Carlin up next then. This lineup I'm pretty excited for. It's going to be interesting to see. Liam Lawson and Logan Sargent. Mm. Sargent's got his eyes on that Williams seat, I'm always certain. Yeah. Because um, he was confirmed recently as a young driver for them. He, he did decent in F3 a couple of years ago. Um, the year Piastri won it. Uh, he only just lost the title in the last race, so he could have a bit of potential. Uh, Liam Lawson, obviously quite a known quantity. I don't think he'll challenge the title, but he'll win a few races. That's the sort of driver um, he is. I think Liam Lawson, he had a lot of bad luck last year. And he also I had suppose he's very young as well. So car, didn't he? Yeah, he's, everyone forgets yeah. how young he is. That's the other thing, isn't it? Should have won DTM as well. Let's not forget that farcical end. What was it with 2021 farcical ends to championships? <laughs> I'll never primal. quite know. Yep. Um, high tech next then they've only confirmed one driver so far in Yuri Vips uh, he of course last year was joined by fellow Red Bull Junior that was Lawson wasn't it uh, who was alongside him at um, high tech last year because yeah. obviously high, uh, Carlin now have got Lawson Carlin had ticked him yeah Carlin had ticked him of course if they had yeah. ticked him and um, who was the other Red Bull Junior wasn't Ru- Darubala I don't know was it Jayan it might have been Jayan Darubala I think it was yeah. right yeah, and then of course, yeah. So they've got a whole new lineup ready for this season. Uh, ART, of course, have confirmed Teo Porcher is back. No one was really surprised by that one, were they? Because no. again, Sauber Jr., Fred Vasseur owns ART. It all kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, he'll he's got to put up a title fight this year. You'd think. Yes, yeah. You you want to you want to see it happen this yeah. year, don't you, for Teo Porcher? Not that if he had to do a third season, it'd be the end of the world. Because again, he is no, incredibly young. Super young, but it's like. It's quite easy when you're that young just to constantly be okay and never actually yeah. improve. You see, it and then you look at Jay Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of you got to see a step, I think, this year from Porsche. Although he did do two races with injuries last year, so yes, yeah. maybe cutting some slack. Yeah, I think if we see Teo Porsche picking up a couple of early race victories, then he's definitely going to be within a shout at a championship yeah. this year. MP Motorsport, another team that I feel Jamie looking at it. Could spring a surprise with Drogovic yeah, and Yeah, they're a bit interesting, aren't they? Drogovic 
was in there in his rookie season, did really well, and then went to MP. It didn't quite work. Not he went to Virtuosi, didn't really work yep. out, and now he's back at MP. So it could be a good place for him. Novelak, I I've always rated quite highly when you watch him in F3. He was always like the quickest of the drivers who wasn't at Prima, wasn't he? <laughs> like yeah, was he Trident last year? I think he was Trident, yeah. Which so with Jack okay Dillon, yeah. But yeah, well, he, he won he F3 three. last year. Yeah, I guess they did actually because the other two Prima drivers were horrendous. But um, yeah, I think they'll do well. I think MP are that sort of like midfield team that get the odd podium here and there in F2. They're never really going to win a constructors or a team's championship, sorry. But they no. could do a decent job. But this is the thing, isn't it? They MP Motorsport are a team that have really made good steps forward over the last couple of years. You know, yeah. Trying to get them, everyone to forget they did have raggers in the car. Um, <laughs> and you sort of look at it and think, if they can get a car that Drogovic and Novelak are confident on, with them underneath them, they it's could challenge pace. for good, consistent mm. results this year. I mean, MP Motorsport, I think, are definitely one we're going to be excited to see. Uh, Campos, though, confirmed Ralph Bosham. Great. A waste of a seat. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sums it up. He's really good for about half a lap a year. Uh, and then he's yeah. awful. Dams have got an interesting lineup, I guess is the way we're going to word it. Roy Nassani back again. Why? Another waste of a seat. <laughs> yeah. And Iwasa. A bit of a surprise Iwasa. one for me. I don't know much about it. Wasn't he quite average in F3? He was F3 last year. Um, let me just see if I can get up the results. He was 12th in F3 last year, so not particularly great. Um, yeah. I but... think you always see this with Red Bull when they've had Honda. They like to have a Japanese driver in their academy, which obviously means they're going yeah. to get rushed into places they shouldn't be. Say, is he going <laughs> to get the Sonoda treatment? I don't think he'll get to F1, but his F2 might be the Sonoda treatment. You never know. If he, the thing is, if this year he just sort of gets his foot and he gets confident, next year he could be a good challenge. Yeah, you never Not know. Not quite the same rise as Sonoda, but still, you, you never quite know. Um, yeah, an interesting lineup there. Not a huge amount of potential on paper, but could could spring a surprise. And I think that is all six of the Red Bull Juniors confirmed yeah. for this year. Dennis uh, Hauger, Jay Anderuvela, Jack Doohan, Liam Lawson, Yuri Vips, and Noasa. All confirmed. Yeah. Red Bull Fighting are pumping for potentially some money. two seats. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of insanity, isn't it, down at Red Bull still? When you consider Ferrari don't have a single junior driver confirmed this season. Arsenal will be there, I'm pretty sure. But will he? He's only, I thought he was so. basically guaranteed to be racing in F3 again. I mean, he's got a surname Leclerc, so he's probably just going to get stuff he doesn't yeah, deserve. He was also a maniac last year in Formula yeah. 3. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ferrari's academy isn't that stacked. I mean, Red Bull's always has been. Well, Red Bull have just yeah. got a huge amount of numbers, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you look at it, it with the exception of the Hauger hype train, none of them are wildly, like, incredible talents. But, yeah, but you, you know, a lot of them could still have the potential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Down to Trident, though, Jamie, we got... Is it Kalen Williams, Callum yeah. Williams, yeah, no, no, yeah. no son of Brit Ferrari just yet. Is he? Is he decent? I, I don't know much about him at all. I think he's. I was about to say he's Williams Junior, but then I was just reading his surname. Um, <laughs> he was nineteenth in F three last year and thirty first in F three the year before. Wow, that's. Oh. I mean, Genza are horrendous, which is the team he drove for. Yes, yeah, that's but also still. very true. Yeah, so yeah. we'll wait and see about him. Probably one of the most hyped up drivers then. Coming into F2 this year, Darren at Sharu. It's Chembolic Bassi, Jamie. 
Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, obviously F1 Esports basically had nothing to do with his promotion to F2. That is something we need to make very clear to begin (laughs) with. As much as Formula 1 like to claim it has, Chem has been racing Formula 1, well not Formula 1, but obviously racing real life go-karts and things like that for his entire life. F1 Esports was just another way to keep on top when money's tight. Yeah. So, I mean, very well done to him. I think it's really cool that he's there. Yeah, because wasn't yeah did, was he meant to be racing F three last year, or have I got that wrong? I think he was because he or did some, Formula yeah. Three Asia last year and came ninth. Um, then did did that on Joe one? Just remind me. I think it was the one Joe went in yet yeah, just to beat up some kids who've never driven their three car before. Yeah, get those uh, super license points. Yeah, secure the exactly. bag. Uh, Euro Formula came fifth, and then he did some GT four racing as well as European Le Mans. Um, so you can't really always get too much information from those sorts of things. But, yeah, I really like Chem. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But perhaps a year in FIA, F3 might have been good for him first. It's a big step up, isn't it? It is a, it is a big step up. I don't think he'll embarrass himself. But, like, he's a very capable driver from what we've seen. But yes, yeah. unlikely. It'll be a few points be, here and there. Yeah, he probably. won't be mixing it with the Haugers and the Porsches, I don't think. Yeah. But then again... We do we we love it when people prove us wrong. Again, we've yeah. kind of got to remember as well. Although, yeah, he's obviously had a very difficult journey to this point. He is twenty three, I want to say, almost yeah. twenty four. Yeah, so he's in a couple of weeks. So it's unlikely that he'll make F one, in my opinion. Yeah, but you never know. Not, not <laughs> optimistic, I'll be honest. But like we said, Chem, if you can surprise us this year, I'm, I'm more sure than happy watching. to back you all the way. It's it's fair to say as well. Um, but yeah, that I think that yeah, because we already mentioned Jake Hughes, haven't yeah. we? That rounds out F two news for twenty twenty two. Jamie, there's still a few seats left to be confirmed. What have we got? One, three, six seats left. Any obvious choices for people that need to be coming back? Looking at it, uh, I mean, a lot of the ones last year at the top of the championship that they weren't going to come back. Yeah. So. Who's the highest returning driver at the minute? It'd be Porsche, wouldn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 Darugan finished so. behind him last year, didn't he? I mean, it's, Richard Vasseur's not there yet, but he's always, always sort of struggled with finances and getting passed around a bit. But hopefully, he's a good driver, so I hope he gets on the grid. Yeah, yeah, he certainly spring a bit of surprise, isn't it? This is the problem. Obviously, Guan Yu Zhou has made it to F1 somehow. Piastri <laughs> hasn't made it to F1 and, and can't, can't race in Formula race Two in again because he won. <laughs> Schwartzman's been in F2 for too long, so he didn't really want to do another yeah. year there. Uh, and obviously, again, like we know, he's off to the Ferrari LMDH program. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're kind of going into a weird year, aren't we, in Formula 2? Yeah, there's a lot of potential for another rookie champion, I think. Yeah. I think my, yeah. If I was to pick out a favourite, I'd probably say Hauger or Porsche. But I would back Hauger. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to be thinking sort of the guys that need to be up there are going to be Porsche, Hauger, and I'd love to see Lawson. Yeah, right there as well. If Carlin can give him a well. good car, mm. then fingers crossed he'll be right there as well. But like we said, you know, Drogovic and Novak could be could spring some surprises. Awasa might might it. do something. We're, <laughs> we're not so sure about that one. Let's, let's let's not get our hopes up too high. But yeah, exciting times in the world of F two. Um, Formula three. Then Jamie, no, we we won't go into that today. <laughs> uh, we might have to save that for another week. There's just too much to get through, isn't it? When you yeah. start looking. 
all the way down. I mean, it's nice to see what's it. Well, Manuel Correa's been confirmed again. Oh yeah, and Brit Ferrari's been confirmed as well. Brit Ferrari's going uh. to F3 as well, so we're going to be watching him closely this year. Uh, what's his actual name? Sorry again, Ollie. Um, Is it called Ollie? Well? Ollie, no. What's his name? Ollie, no. I'm going to search Brit. Ollie Ferrari. Beerman. Ollie Beerman. Ollie Beerman. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, we we can slowly remember who's racing where. Oh, that was what I wanted to say to you as well quickly before we finish off. Italian F4 has got a new team this year, and their name is Cars Racing. Oh yeah, Cars what a name! <laughs> I've got Where... some breaking news from the world of Twitter. Oh, uh, is this live February action? February eleventh, February eleventh, McLaren. There you go, another one. Oh, right. There we go. Then that's as it's hot off the press. Hot off the press, as they say. Is, as they say, yeah. McLaren then confirmed. Is that going to be the full car? Um. I don't know. I, they usually do full car, so I'd imagine so. What day is the 11th, Jamie? Are we going to be here for a live show? Uh, a Friday! I'm <laughs> off! I can do it! <laughs> We're oh, going to be I'll back with a live <laughs> podcast reacting to McLaren. Get in there, up the boys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anything else to add then, Jamie? No more hot news? Hamilton's not confirmed his retirement? No, anything like that? not. <laughs> Unfortunately not, eh? Just because Max isn't going to win the title this year. No, I want to see Hamilton back to lose again. So To lose again. Remember, Jamie, every time <laughs> Hamilton has finished runner-up in F1, he's then gone on to win the next year. Has that happened, what, twice? Three times. When was the other time? Uh, two, oh, yeah, it might 07, be twice. 07-16. Yeah, 07-16. Yeah, it was twice. It. But still. Yeah, so... Did he finish runner-up in 2013? <laughs> no. No, it was Alonso still. Was it? Was it who Alonso. did finish runner-up in 2013? Alonso was it Alonso? Did. Oh, fair enough yeah. then. Fair enough. But Hamilton still won the year after that anyway, so who cares? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's that might round us up then for this week. Then an hour shorter than we managed last week out. But yeah, I think that, that's been good fun though, Jamie. We, we want to look yeah. you know, towards sort of F2 and F3 a bit more this year for some extra news. Um, throwback to one of the first podcasts we did where we allowed Jamie to do an F2 show afterwards. Uh, which was always quite funny. The feature race. Only because Guanyu Show won, and then Oscar Piastri started dominating, so you didn't want to do it. And then it we didn't anymore. do any more after that. <laughs> no, no, exactly. We're going to be bringing that back this year, I reckon. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening slash watching as always. If you have enjoyed, do make sure you click follow or subscribe. And yeah, we'll be back next week then. We it's don't know what's else. happening yet. We, we <laughs> might do we might do more winter rundown. We might get confirmed that Red Bull have bought every single F two junior seat. Who knows? We'll be there no matter what's going on. 